right, what up, what up, what up, y'all? We are back in the building. This is your boy, Hiram Zafaro. And I am, that is A.M. Ashley Monique, sitting next to my favorite butter pecan, non-Puerto Rican brother from another mother. And you are now tuned in to The, the Low Road. Welcome back. It is another day and not another daggone dollar because we do this for free. And one day we're going to get paid. Though. I'm talking about from your mouth to go. Pulling up in Range Rovers. Oh, he's a Range. <laughs> Want to do it? Yes. But either way, we appreciate you guys for listening. And for our first timers, um, we always want to set the precedent that this is not your mother's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike the ever so classy um, pass for the only floatus. Mm. Michelle Obama, if you go low, we not going nowhere near high. Mm-hmm. Our petty is liable to send you straight to hell. And a Easter basket. Oh, not a Easter basket. <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on, speech. But we want to thank you anyway for tuning in and taking this journey with us on the low road. <laughs> don't stop. I can't stop. Rockefeller, uh-uh, bad boy. Can't stop, won't stop. No. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Another thing I can't stop is, mm-hmm. you know, being grateful for the things that we have. And in true the low road fashion, we like to kick off our episodes with um, sharing what we are thankful for. Mm-hmm. And Hiram, I'm going to allow the age to go before beauty. So oh, you tell wow. us first, um, <laughs> what is it that you are grateful for? Um, well, of course, as always, um... You know, I'm definitely grateful for the relationships that I have with people, including the relationship that I have with my Lord and Savior. Want to do it. Um, uh, definitely grateful for financial stability during these times. Mm, that's a whole um, blessing. And also grateful for the, you know, being able to be multicultural. Oh. Mm. You know, the best of both worlds wrapped in one vessel. Oh, you the vessel that he, Come on, vessel. The best and worst of both worlds. You are definitely a gift and a curse at times. Oh, wow. But with that being wow. said, with that being said, I'm going to piggyback. Um, I'm grateful for being, you know, for being black. Um, it's lit, you know. Un- unfortunately, in 2021, it could get you killed, but you know, if you manage to survive, you know, being melanated is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And anytime they say do it for the culture, I swell up and peacock just a tad bit. Um, and I'm also grateful for life learning lessons, which mm-hmm. was a huge thing um, on something that actually took place yesterday. Right. Um, so first and foremost, Hiram and I decided um, that this episode needed to happen a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though we are in May, where it is graduation season, and all of the graduates have matriculated, <laughs> catch that word she just <laughs> that five thousand dollar word she just dropped. Okay, vocabulary. Um, yes, word of day calendar. <laughs> um, we want to, of course, acknowledge the graduates. Of the class of 2021. Yes. Please know that the Low Road is very proud of you guys. Um, as well as your support system. Mm-hmm. We do know that the class of 2020 did not necessarily get to celebrate in the way in which they envisioned. Right. But 
for anyone graduating high school, college, pre-K, DeVry, trade, whatever the case may mm-hmm. be, you earn that and you are to be celebrated and commended on your commencement. Yes. Um, Wordplay. You like that? Mm-hmm. But even though school is out, there are still some lessons that need to be learned and taught. Ooh. I said it. One of those is the highly controversial topic of racism. Mm -hmm. Hiram and I recognized that we wanted our platform to have meaning, right? We wanted to make sure that even with our comedic flair, that every now and again, we've got to take time and acknowledge that certain things are occurring. Yes. Um, And... And certain things just have to be talked about. Has to be. The conversations have to happen. Mm -hmm. So, you guys, school is in session. And today's lesson is racism. While it's been done, right, overdone, considering all of the current topics, we don't want to really focus in on how we got here as much as how do we move forward. Right. We wanted to have a different conversation than the normal uh, conversations that we've been having, more importantly, here recently. Yes. Um, when it comes to racism. So our main thing with this conversation was what do we do next? It has to be a starting point, right? We've got to start to create some dialogue on Mm -hmm. healing. Um, And a difficult thing is to heal while there's still an infection, Mm -hmm. right? Doctors don't put band-aids and take you through rehab until they've been able to cure what ails you. Right. We don't necessarily have that luxury because this ailment is, this is still a bleeding wound. Mm-hmm. But how can we start to maybe patch it up a little bit? Yeah. We also want to make sure that we are clear that these opinions are ours. Mm-hmm. We are not stating this as if it's in stone, mm-hmm. right? Um, we are simply sharing the opinions we are entitled to have. Mm-hmm. And respectfully so. Yes. We will be looking at this thing from two totally different perspectives. Yes. Um, as Hiram mentioned, he is multicultural. He is the dream of what America should have been, right? A melting pot. Right. His father is black and his mother is Italian and white. Mm-hmm. He will be sharing from his experience and his views. Mm-hmm. I am a black woman, right? Raised up in a black house with a black mother and a black father and a black brother. So... I can, giving my perspective and sharing my truth. Right. I cannot definitively speak, right, on what it's like to be a black man or a multicultural man Mm -hmm. in America. Right. All we ask is that, you know, my commitment to Hiram is to receive his his truth, his voice, Mm -hmm. respectfully. Mm -hmm. And as he will do for mine. Absolutely. And anyone who is listening, we ask and encourage you guys to do the same. But if you don't like what you're hearing, then that's a you problem, right? And as always, comments do get blocked, deleted, erased. Right. All of that. And this is a what an hour-ish long um, set episode. Mm-hmm. So there is no way that we will be able to tackle all things. Right. But we definitely at least wanted to start some dialogue to occur. Mm-hmm. A little banter. Um, now that ties right into what I experienced yesterday. I was on my way to the nail shop and I was attempting to park mm-hmm. car in front of me, uh, was a Corolla compact car that was 
also attempting to park. They were going nose in and I was reversing. Not Should not have been into two totally different spots. Um, they were having some difficulties in doing so. I could not relate because I've driven a compact car for 11 years. So I didn't understand how you couldn't just pull into a parking spot. Right. That's not for me to know. Um, as I am now reversing into a crown vic in a crown vic, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely big arm swinging into this parking spot. And as I'm attempting, the car in front of me starts to reverse. So I honk my horn one time and I didn't sit on it, right? I did not allow my road anger, because I do have that at times, mm-hmm. a little road anger, to, you know, to consume the situation. I just wanted to alert them that, hey, please stop. Because I can't go backwards until I know that someone is not behind me, right? right. Um, and they did, but then they didn't do anything. They just stopped, right? They didn't go forward. They didn't go backwards. I was like, all right, well, maybe they're going to allow me to park first, which I proceed, um, proceeded to do. Well, they very hastily kind of made a U-turn in the middle and they were driving off, but not before the window was rolled down and this white woman shouted out to me, you fucking nigger, you need to learn how to drive. Mm. On instinct, it is to beat her whole entire ass. Like, right. on sight, done and done. Mm-hmm. And that was actually what I was attempting to do. But I'm a little bit of a clutterbug, so as I was trying to find them keys, you know, to get the car, she had already pulled off. Right. Um, but as irony would have it, I go into the nail shop, still a little perturbed about what just transpired, and sitting in the pedicure chair, lo and behold, she walks through the door. Mm-hmm. And karma, right? We lock eyes, and she realized, yes, this is the same nigger you just accosted in the parking lot. Right. And I am just, only thing going through my mind is how do I get my feet out this water and be able to put it in her ass, mm-hmm. right? Without kicking my nail tech or sliding on this marble floor. Right. And as I am about to execute this not thought out plan, she hit comes around the reception desk and she's pregnant mm-hmm. and my heart drops and I feel bad, but not because I want to fight her because you are pregnant and you are about to give birth to bigotry. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad for this baby. Right. Right. Um, but I said, I'm going to kind of soldier on, get my pedicure because I pay way too much to have my peace interrupted by, by you. And as she was leaving, she got done before me and her husband was with her. Um, or maybe it was her brother. Who knows child? She, he gives her a little nudge and she walks over to my pedicure station and she said, I wanted to apologize to you, um, for what I said. You know, I was frustrated. I was tired. It was hot. And, you know, I've never said that before ever, but, and I shouldn't have said it to you. And and I apologize. Mm-hmm. My blood boiled immensely because that was the wackest, weakest apology that I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. To say that you have never said the word nigga before in your life and a simple parking lot incident was the one time that you said it. Mm-hmm. Out of all the things I don't say it. And I said to her, and she told me, you know, I didn't want you, I, I don't want you to think that I'm racist. And I said, stop. Number one, there were a million things you could have called me. You could have called me a bitch. Mm-hmm. You could have called me a hoe. 
You even probably could have said, with your black ass. With your black ass. <laughs> now, I don't want to fight you for sure, right? Still, right. you was going to catch these piles. But you didn't have... You you chose nigger. Fucking nigger. Mm-hmm. Right? Hmm. And that was the first time you said it. Over a parking spot. Over parking. And we weren't even fighting over the same... It wasn't even a fight over a parking spot. But I let her know, you know... You don't have to try to sell whether you are or are not racist to me. But to be clear, you are. Right. You are racist. Um, And I do not accept your apology. Mm -hmm. And that is when she proceeded to offer to pay for my my manicure and my pedicure. The unmitigated gall. (laughs) Hand me the pearls to clutch. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you want to soothe your conscience mm-hmm. for your ignorance. Right. And you think you are going to buy me with a mani petty? I don't have a for sale sign on me. But... And you couldn't afford it anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm priceless. Boop. <laughs> but see, that was a teachable moment that you decided in that moment, I'm going to teach her a lesson. Yeah. Me, on the other hand. <laughs> you, you'd, got, you'd have let her pay for it. been like, okay, well, let me add. Yeah, you know. <laughs> let me put a little lavender me, with yeah, this milk no. and honey. Yeah. Matter of uh, fact, they can do a scalp massage. Uh, well, she can't massage my scalp. I got a whole wig on. I ain't going to be able to get to it. You so, know, but you know, you might have. I might have. I don't know. You might have, you might have considered it. You know. And to be honest, I... For half a second, you I thought, was, maybe because I remember like what I got, I got the paraffin wax, the hot stones, some designs on my nails. <laughs> I did a quick calculation of the tab I was about to run up, and it did seem a little, you know, like mm, this could work in my favor. But what would have been the cost? Right. And that we're not talking dollars and cents, right? She would have left feeling justified as if. She could buy her way out of ignorance and offending. Mm-hmm. And she would have told the story that, yeah, I threw a couple of dollars and she was go- like, no. Mm-hmm. I am not, as they would say, a busty wench, great for mating. Isn't mm-hmm. that how they would, they'd probably categorize me back then? You mm-hmm. know, a, a belly warmer. You can't pay for me, boo. Mm-hmm. You can't buy me. Right. Right. Um, and again, you don't have enough. And it just really baffled me that in 2021, this happened. Um, At first, I would say I was pissed and I was disrespected. But then I I take a step back and I say, I can't be disrespected by someone I don't respect. I don't care about you enough to value what your opinions on your words are. Right. But that baby will grow up. And I think about the kid, the babies in my family, the gener- this generation, that this is how and why they will still encounter the things that I encounter today, that my mother, that our grandmothers and everyone did before, because we are continually recycling ignorance. So let me ask you this question. Yeah. So you said it baffles you that in 2021, this happened. It shouldn't. So, is it baffling you that it happened, or is it baffling you that it's still happening? 
I think I so I'm gonna be a little I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna be a little narcissistic. I'm surprised that happened to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute, me? And I was, you know, I'm thinking about how I was attired and how I looked, and I'm like, hey, you know. Mm-hmm. She was very well, you know, when she stepped out, she stepped out. So me? You call me like her bundles lay, her face beat. And that's very selfish and narcissistic. Well, the the reason why I asked you that question is because I feel like a lot of times, especially like now, we tend to be like, it's 2021. Right. Yeah. But has it ever stopped? True. And, th- and I, of course. I fe- I, if we're being honest, I feel like we've accepted it. We've accepted it. Yeah. But at the same time, they've hit it. For so long. Trump, and now. Trump pulled, those, Trump pulled the rose that, colored glasses that, off. That was pulled back. Yep. And now they feel a little, in, you know, a little bold and a little empowered. Yep. And so. You're showing your slip. It's happening more often now than. I, let me say. It's happening more easily for us to pay attention to now. We've got cameras. Rather than. But I don't, I don't think it's ever went anywhere. Agre- I mean, and, it's been here. And the truth is. Anytime I get that message, like, hey, we have another um, bl- shooting of a mm-hmm. white cop and a black person, I'm so numb, right? I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, how many more tears do we cry? And, and the thing is that, to your point, it's, it's never really stopped, but it's become more prevalent be- mm-hmm. because we did have the commander-in-chief who made it this way. Yep. Right? Um, and so, Hiram asked me a question um, when I shared with this with him yesterday and we talked about it. And he said, so what now? Mm-hmm. Right? Because we know that ignorance exists. We know it exists today. We know that it is not slowing down. So what now? Yeah. Number one, I share this story not to further incite outrage of what we already know that's going on. Exactly. But to, to talk through it mm-hmm. and what could have been done in that moment. You know, last year I talked about how one of, you know, the neighbors around Christmas said that my braids were, in- my hairstyle was interesting. Kind of like, what are you mixed with? Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you? What are you? Oh, what are you? Cheese <laughs> OP. But what I should have done was to educate and to say, hey, not sure if you're aware, but calling my hair interesting is not a compliment. Right. But I didn't want to create, I didn't want to make them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But why not? Because you made me uncomfortable. And, and right. And so that's one thing. First and foremost, we've got to be able to define it. Mm-hmm. Right. So. When I shared this with people, we talked about how this woman was racist. Mm-hmm. I say she's a bigot because a bigot is a person who obviously feels that their lily white skin, and mm-hmm. this isn't just about white people, I will say this, but you feel that your race is superior right? and that someone else is inferior simply because of, you know, maybe race and or gender, mm-hmm. but it's an individual level. Racism is more systematic, mm-hmm. normally fueled with politics, mm-hmm. you know, Ted Cruz, 
Abbott. Pence. Trump. Oof. <laughs> the, the, the penultimate. Okay. Um, you know, and you are now creating reforms and practices that are allowing your bigotry to to move forward. Right. Right. Um, so I won't say she was a racist. I'm going to say because she don't look like she got enough coins to be, you know, part of this system. I said what I said. She had a basic uh, little manicure. Mm, no. Mm-hmm. Little cotton candy color that I got back in eighth grade. Oh, wow. I said what I said. Now, cuticles is rough. But, um, you know, I would say... <laughs> I did. I said it. Wow. Um, I'll say she was a bigot. Mm-hmm. So we, and that is, and I should have shared that with her. Yeah. To say when she said I'm not racist, no, you're not, but you are a bigot. Mm-hmm. You are. And the last thing when I told her I ain't want her money, and she's like, "Well, I just wanted you to know I'm sorry." And I told her that is the first honest thing and accurate thing you've said. You are certainly sorry. Mm-hmm. Um and. To heal, some, sometimes you got to confront that hurt head on. Right. And, and and be a little uncomfortable with making people uncomfortable. One thousand percent. Right. It, because it's not enough for you and I to talk about it after the fact. If I don't share this with you on site. Because we have, I, I feel like when those situations happen, as difficult as it is. To remove your hurt. Yeah. To remove your disrespect. To remove your you Raw know, pain. Yeah. All of that. To remove that from the situation and be able to make it a teachable moment. Yeah. Speaks more about you than the situation itself. And even knowing that most of these, the people that have these thoughts, they content mastery folks. Mm. They need special teaching. Mm. That the, And they might never acquire it. Mm-hmm. I am, I am responsible that if I see something, I say something. And you don't have to receive it. Yeah. But there could have been somebody looking and watching. Mm-hmm. And they are the ones that will learn something from that experience. Absolutely. Right? Um, so there, that's one portion of this thing. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I had to say, okay, now that, I've call, now that we've called it out, how do I contribute? To this system, right? Because yes, I had like we just said, I have this conversation with you. I have this conversation with my friends, and when the whole Black Lives Matter emerged and gained a lot of steam last year, when you know George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Matt Aubrey, um, and all, both of them John here in mm-hmm. Dallas, a lot of white people were looking to to black people. To kind of gauge, what am I supposed to do? What should I do? What should mm-hmm. I not say? And I had a conversation with one of my mentees. And she was like, I'm tired. I am not your black tour guide. And I, and I agreed at that time. Mm-hmm. Now I say, I shouldn't have to tell you. But maybe no one ever has. Mm-hmm. And while you should, and, and, if and- you knew better, you do. And while you should know. I'm going to err on the side. I'm going to take a different approach and say you were never given the full breakdown of what this means, what it looks like, and how it impacts. Because although you should know, mm-hmm. in some uh, circumstances, 
the blinders were on. Yep. And I always say this. You're privileged. You cannot make somebody see something that they do not experience. Ooh. You cannot. Ooh. And until that person is ready to really take their blinders off and pay attention, then they're able to receive the message. But I can't go out here and make you... You know what I'm saying? Like, if for just just as an example, just off topic, if you were in an abusive relationship, let's mm-hmm. just say you were, yeah, somebody never being able to experience that wouldn't know, wouldn't no. know the signs to look for, wouldn't know the red, wouldn't know none of that. Agreed. And you have to be able to, when people are ready, I do feel like one of. You know, because I as 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 previously disclosed, mm-hmm. I am half black. Yep. So I feel like there's some things I can speak on. Right. And I feel like a lot of times, as like you know, the black culture, we're not really. We get fed up, right? We do, and so we have that mind frame, and it's I heard that from a lot of, you know, a lot of a lot of my black friends and family members that when all that stuff was happening last year, they. We're tired of explaining. They don't have yeah. time to explain. I'm not explaining this. I'm not doing that. But I feel like we were at a point mm-hmm. where people were ready to listen. And people were ready to receive the message. And we weren't in the space to, to give, give it. it. Right. Yeah. That's true. Look, you just said a whole mouthful. That's true. We ain't talk about this in the prep meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it seems like every time you throw me for a loop. But that, that's, that is a very true statement. That you cannot necessarily see what you like. We talked about it. Um, I had my inspection sticker out for like a whole year, <laughs> a whole year. And the tape, I'd have had it out for longer than that. My brother was <laughs> like, Dog, I couldn't have it out for two weeks before I would get pulled over, mm-hmm. right? And we talk about like white privilege mm-hmm. being a black woman every now and again, like, is. The woman aspect of it. Right. Yeah. That struggle for a black man. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. He was like a whole year. I couldn't go an hour. I would have been pulled over. And he was racially profiled before. Mm-hmm. Um, Dillard's. Say what I said. And I legit have never purchased anything from Dillard's for that. And this happened when he was a freshman in college. Mm-hmm. Right. That was a long time ago. I don't even know if I had coins to buy in that store at the time it occurred, mm-hmm. but I will not do it now. And quite frankly, you might have changed your practice, your policy. You created hurt for someone who I love, so therefore you don't get my dollars. Right. And that's a huge part of our healing. Mm-hmm. You want to get somebody where it hurts? Hit them pocketbooks. Them pockets, yep. The black community, the black race is one of the, we struggle the most with recycling our dollars. Mm-hmm. Hispanics and Mexicans, like, baby, if they ain't going to do nothing else, they gonna, they're going to financially support each other. Let me tell you something. They're going to buy them. Please, I y'all do not get offended. Okay, yep. <laughs> they're going to buy somebody's abuelas tamales that they, they sell it at work, okay? They are de- We, on yes. the other hand, let, let Sharana come in with, with some, some plates. plates. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. She ain't see. She uh-uh. don't season her potatoes. I don't, know so I don't want that. that. I'm not gonna eat. And now nah, them greens ain't like my greens. They not so. greens. They don't. She, yeah. don't even, she put too much sugar yeah. in her green. I don't 1, even like sugar. And you just said that, and I just had a moment, a light bulb. We ain't shit. 
Like, that's just... Because, Wait a minute. I did. <laughs> this can't be... This don't went from pro, pro black to we ain't shit. Because you legit just spoke to, to my guilt. Mm-hmm. Because what I should have done was appreciated Ashinka Shay's hustle. Mm-hmm. Bought the plate and maybe told her on the side, Ubu, guess what? Have you ever tried to put a little bit of the, that little slap your mama's on there? But mm-mm. Mm-hmm. You know, three shakes of that uh, pepper sauce while that green's boiling. That'll t- I should have done that. Yeah. But still gave into her and, and, and kind of helped her because with more money, more finances, more resources, she could have gone and bought some some slap your mama instead of nature's own. Mm-hmm. It's a little more costly. We ain't shit. Yeah. That's a dang it. You know, we look at our and we have a hustle. We keep a hustle. But then when our people and our friends do stuff. We don't promote it. We don't support it. We want a discount for it. Woo! Mm-hmm. I was guilty. I ain't gonna lie to you. We want it for free. The, the low, what's my price? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Do I get a family discount? It, well, you weren't at the reunion, right? Mm-hmm. And that, sheesh. I have a classmate, Randy Williams, um, inst- on Instagram. He's brand new black. He does a vendor like pop up shop every month. Mm-hmm. Highlights local black communities, and I go. I normally, unless something happens, I try to stop by, even if it's only for ten minutes. And from where I live, that's out of town. Mm-hmm. But I want to pull up and support, right? Because I love what he's doing. Yeah. Right. He has so many local businesses. Anything from. Interior designing, um, and he's probably going to kill me. Another classmate of mine, um, Ryan Shedd, and mm-hmm. it's from this to that, I think is the name of the company. We'll tag all of these businesses on our page. But, you know, to see him in high school and to see where he is now, mm-hmm. right? He's there promoting his business, but also supporting his brother who's putting on this pop-up shop. Love it. Um, another classmate, John Inslee. He's vegan. Mm-hmm. He's selling vegan shrimp plates. Mm-hmm. And while I don't want no vegan shrimp, I do want him to continue. So I'm going to pay for this plate. Now, his wife do some neck balls. That's pretty delicious. So I definitely, <laughs> you know. And he even created a children's book that talks about, that teaches ABCs for black children. Mm-hmm. K is like for king. Q is for queen. So they get to see themselves at an early age. But this should not be be an exception yeah why is this not the rule for us Mm -hmm. and when we start to come up we good to drag each other try to drag each other back down right i will say some of the the low roads greatest supporters are individuals i ain't never seen before Mm -hmm. never laid eyes on you they will post our podcast listen to it and amp us every chance they get Mm mm-hmm for that, guys, we definitely love you. We want to make sure we say that, right? 1,000%. Agree. And our mentality does not allow us to do that. Mm-hmm. When I see a black woman on the gram and she flexing, right? She's graduating, hair laid, face beat. Do that, boo. But, we, but we're good to... Well, mm. Of course she cute. Mm. She light-skinned. Uh-oh. 
Uh oh. Because we know like that. Mm. Uh oh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, and to just to piggyback off of that, I will say, like, of course, you know, those that don't know that I do, I have my cake business popping. <laughs> Zafiro cakes. Rihanna um, level cake, cake, cake. <laughs> but with that, a lot of my support came from random oh. Facebook, Instagram people yep. that I ain't never met before. Let me just some of them. I'm like, you know, we could be friends in real life. In real life, <laughs> if you ain't living Wyoming, boo, you, I would invite you over. Right. You know, and we we don't just let each other shine for what it is. We put a reason, right? Mm-hmm. And like I said, oh yeah, she, you know, well she likes skin, so. Of course, Beyonce. Yeah, if she was darker like Kelly, she wouldn't make it. How are we going to collectively fight races, external racism, mm-hmm. when we are perpetuating it internally? Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's if, a word for that. What what it is? <laughs> Say what it is. Colorism. Col- colorism. Do like a young. Give it. Give it yeah, sound. Give it sound. Do like a young. Let it out. Let it. Give it sound. Colorism. Colorism. <laughs> Let's be clear because we also tend to. I hate when we use this topic mm, mm, to our mm, advantage. Mm, These TV mm. show basketball wife holes, whatever mm. y'all are. Um, colorism. That is not being discriminated because you are black. Mm-hmm. Or white. It is a discrimination because of the variance hues in a particular race, mm-hmm. right? Because if you are bad yellow bone, as in all the raps, or bad red bone, then that is celebrated more mm-hmm. than if you are a Lupita. Mm-hmm. But for Lupita, we say, oh, well, she African. Mm-hmm. She can't just be a beautiful black woman. Oh, She's was she African? African? Yeah. And, you know, and we do this amongst ourselves. How do we move forward? You, if you adjust the crown on a king or queen's head in our kingdom, in our community, you don't have to belittle or berate them. Mm-hmm. My name, I am, that is A.M. Ashley Monique, and I will own that I haven't always walked in queendom within my community mm-hmm. right and i am now more cognizant and aware so i want to start healing that yes right um i want to support my brothers and my sisters by simply celebrating them mm-hmm. and that is through verbal encouragement words of affirmation mm-hmm. ain't that one of them love languages That's, yeah words of affirmation i want to love them through words of affirmation Right. Um, I want to love them through economy. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I want you to know I support you because I want to see you win. One thousand percent. If you win, we win. Mm-hmm. I want to educate us. Yeah. Because here's what. Ignorance for some is bliss. And if that is what they want to do, then I want them to have it. Right. But for us, we've got to be able to come to the table to share our opinions respectfully. Mm-hmm. And if you are a Malcolm or you are a Martin to say, I don't agree with your tactics. Right. 
I respect your opinion, mm-hmm. but I want to navigate it this way. Right. Right. I've seen a lot of exchanges on social media where when a lot of these things happen and some people said to vandalism or whatever the case may be, we were so divided on how we would handle the situation mm-hmm. that we forgot what, what the, the com- yeah. what the commonality was. And that is to stop what is going forward. Mm-hmm. If you want to tear the club up, that's how you move. That's not my, that's not my way. Mm-hmm. So, don't, but don't demean or try to tell me I'm not involved and I'm not outraged because I don't want to set a club up. Because mm-hmm. I want to handle it differently. Because I want to handle 1, it differently. We've got to be able to respect. We have to. Uh, here's what I'll say you teach people how to treat you. Mm-hmm. Right? You, sometimes we have to teach people how to treat us. But often, how we do that is how we treat ourselves. So if I continue to disrespect my community, if I continue to disrespect this gift and this of this God's gift of my blackness, if I'm disrespectful, mm-hmm. if I keep tearing down my sister, mm-hmm. then what do I what does that message send to the rest of the world? Yep. If I if we keep shooting us, mm-hmm. Then what does that say to the rest of the world? We don't value our life, why should they? Right. And that and that is how we start to heal by continuing to promote positivity, right? Um and by doing this, having the difficult conversations. Yeah. The uncomfortable ones. Yep. To say, Hiram, you know what? How does this impact you being biracial, right? Mm-hmm. That's the type of, but we're not, we're not doing that. Yeah. We are, it's very black or white. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no in between. There's no gray. Yeah. And there has to be. It has to, to be some gray. You have to have the gray in order to make everything come together. Um, <clears throat> I'll say for me, it was a very difficult thing this last year. To see some family members on the uh, Caucasian Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. side, side. right? Um, Support who they support, you know, and I and and it has nothing to do with Republicans versus Democrats or independents. It has nothing to do with that. But I feel like when someone gets on a platform and tells you what they think about you Hmm. and you having as they like to call it, black family members, Mm. for you to continue to publicly support that, for you to continue to get on every single post and comment in defense of the wrong that you know is the wrong, to me, it was just like, it made, it opened my eyes to the fact of, you know what? We all have different upbringings, right? Right. We all have different experiences. experiences. Yes, that's blood in the sense of, you know, our relation. But 
my mama is the black sheep of mm, the family, mm-hmm. you know, and she just has a whole different outlook um, to an extent my grand my grandma does too right now, being mixed, yes, I have grown up and heard some family members say some of the most racist things, absolutely yeah. That does not change my love for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because one of them is, is near and dear to my heart. Right. <laughs> but I had to... I'll say this. I I always felt like I don't really think that's something you should be saying. But to then have my mother come behind it was... A, I'm not going to go into detail because I don't believe in putting things, you know, business out there. Yes. But it was a particular scenario where a family member said something and I remember my mama got upset and she you know went off and she was like you know and that's another motherfucking thing mm-hmm. I got black children how the do you think that makes my kids you know and so to see her yeah as a white woman stand up and go off and not just because she has black kids if you know my mama then you know that lady on the front line of Black Lives Matter, okay? She probably doing more out here than some of these men for the calls, mm-hmm. you know? And I always get hit with, you don't understand because you ain't dark skin. Mm. You don't understand because you ain't black. You know, you don't understand because you were raised more by your, your white side. Mm. Ooh, no, I do understand because my white side yeah. is... is is on the front line more than my black side, if you ask me from my personal experience. And with, so I'm going to say this. I've had a conversation with someone who felt like all white people are racist no matter what. Like, they hate black people, point blank, period. Done and done. And we've had some heated discussion behind it, Mm -hmm. right? Because one thing I said was, I have friends who Mm -hmm. are mixed. Mm -hmm. So... Where does that put them? Do they hate us? Mm-hmm. Or does only half of them hate us? Mm-hmm. How does that work? And if we're allowing a pass for that, well, what about the white child that was adopted into a black family? Like, but there was no gray. It was just simple. All white people are, are bad. And the white friends you think you have, they're not your friends because they low-key hate you. Mm-hmm. It was tough to hear because... Because it's just not true. It's not. And they're like, oh, you fighting for them? What are you fighting for? Uh, let, let me tell you something. I will never fight for more for anything than I fight for my people. And However, for, I'm going to fight for right is right. I, right is right. Right is right, no matter, no matter what color of the spectrum it is. And I remember I had a conversation with... Um, yeah, yeah, I want to get in trouble for this. We in now. Oh Lord! Next I, episode please, be me I'm by myself, y'all. No, it's I just okay. So I had a conversation and with a friend. Okay, and I'm not gonna put no title on the friend because I feel like if I do, then people are gonna know, exactly know what it is. Yeah, is. that's fair. Um, it's not me. Let's start. No, that. it's not. Um, but I had a conversation with a friend, and I remember the friend was like. You know, I was like, hey, you know, I don't like that every time we have these conversations, you're always telling me, well, again, you're not black, so you're not fully black, so you don't really understand, or you're not dark skinned. And it's like, no, 
understanding and experiencing are two different things, right? I've said this on when we did our little commercial, mm-hmm. <laughs> our little 2020 recap. Mm-hmm. Commercial. I, I will never be able to experience what it's like to be a full dark-skinned man, right, in America. I'll never be able no, to experience what it's like right. to be just a dark-skinned person yeah. in America. But I can understand the experience because I've witnessed it. I've been in situations where I've seen somebody who was darker than me get treated differently than me, right? I've been in situations where my brother, those of you, you look at, you put me and my yep. brother side by side, you swear he met, you swear his name is Hector. You would not think his mama was white and, mm-hmm. at all, unless you look at, you know, you might try to dissect the hair texture. Then you might be like, well, there might be something up in there. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, his experience is going to always be different than mine. Yeah. But that does not mean that I can't understand his experience. That just means that I won't ever share that. If it makes you feel any better, um, I've been told before, like, I'm not dark enough. Mm-hmm. To be like, to hate when people say you cute for a, a dark, uh, for a dark girl. Well, you're not really that dark. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, I'm too light to be dark, but I'm too dark to be light. And either way, I shouldn't be offended. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, and, and the thing is with mixed people, what a lot of people don't understand is how we feel is, you know, they say, oh, well, what are you? Well, right? Ooh, what, a, what ooh, are you? A person? Uh, uh, hello. Um, but when they ask you, well, what are you mixed with? What they're asking you to do uh-huh. is identify. Yeah. Are you, do you identify with your white side or do you identify with your black side? So then if I say, you know, well, I identify with my black side more than my white side. It's like, I'm black, but I'm not black enough to sit at that table with you. Because then when we start having that difficult conversation, yeah. you're not black enough to understand. Okay, well, what, what the hell am I? What and am I? One of my um, great sister friends who unfortunately has gone on to glory. She's mm-hmm. no longer with us. Um, she she was mixed herself. Mm-hmm. She married a black man mm-hmm. and um her children are, you know, like now it's like, well, what is that? Three fourths black and a co- but one of you know, one of her children clearly looks more ethnic and herb black, right, than the other. And like her hair texture is mm-hmm. definitely my texture. Right. And my sister friend, you know, does didn't have that. She's like, I don't know what to do with this baby's hair. They live in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And and the part of Oklahoma, well, most Oklahoma, like they don't have the people that are equipped to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when they would come down, I would I would do her hair. And she was always aware and, and it's interesting, she actually looks Hispanic and not black and white but I loved and appreciated how she was aware and intentional in celebrating not only half of her blackness but her children's mm-hmm. um I will say that the world is definitely less amazing now that she is no longer with us but um again by definition of people who see things black and white mm-hmm. right I watched how she struggled to try to navigate that with her kids, right? Um, and to make sure that her her daughters and her son know that they are they walk in royalty, even though they are in an area that doesn't understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that's a tough pill to swallow. 
but I can't stress this enough. These are the conversations that need to happen. Right. Right. We've got to have these conversations and healing for me. What does healing look like? If I had to sum it all up, wrap it up like a burrito, I would bring it home, bring it, bring it (laughs) home, home. button it up. Um, I would say it's going to be number one. We've got to recognize that this is a, a marathon, not a sprint. Mm. Right. Really, it's a relay because it's going to take a couple hands off. Right. It's going to take multiple people to achieve this win. Um, But like a relay, we've got to work together. Mm -hmm. Right. We cannot keep this infighting. We've got to be consistent. Yeah. Consistent. John Lewis. May he rest in paradise. Uncle John. Yes, he was known mm-hmm. for, for speaking on good trouble. Mm-hmm. And I said this 50 million times, I'm going to say it again. The commitment that those men had then, we don't have that. We don't have it, yeah. I when agree. you want to talk about marching on Washington, march, the Selma, bus, um, the bus boycotts. The bus boycott was commenced for over a year. Rain, sleet, snow, dogs, and these people stayed committed collectively. And that is how we get change accomplished, right? We don't we are hashtag outraged often. Can I can I ask you a question? You can ask it. I might not answer, but you can definitely ask it. I, I wanna play I, I wanna play devil's advocate. Okay, go for it. And I wanna ask you. Do you feel that maybe the reason why, and I don't want to disrespect nobody when I say this, but the reason why it seems like maybe a lot, (laughs) it seems like maybe a lot of um, black people seem to be, as you said, hashtag outraged. Mm -hmm. Do you think part of that is because we have our own privileges now? That let, let maybe me be those clear. like the John Lewis and the Martin Luther Kings okay. did not have. And so we're kind of comfortable in the privilege. I'm going to say it and I'm, I've said it once and I'm going to say it twice. These individuals knew that carrying this flag would could end in the ultimate punishment. Mm-hmm. Death, right? But also losing jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, having dogs, uh, police dogs. Fire hose, like, right. what is it? Large, those high pressure joints, beaten with with sticks. Mm-hmm. I am not willing to, to sit in jail. Right, Rosa sat in jail over the over a seat on a bus. Me, I'm like, should I just drive my own car? I don't even need no bus. I ain't never in no bus, no way. Mm-hmm. No, I, and and all, you're right. I, my privilege has made it very comfortable for me to go home every night. Right. For me to eat good every day because I've created this lifestyle. No, I don't want to go to jail. No, I don't lose my job. So then my question is, as we've started this show out, mm-hmm. where do we go from here? So you now that it's acknowledged that the, we have our own privileges yeah. that make it more comfortable for us to not really get too involved, what do we do? That's Bring it home. I can't. I, I can't. Oh. Uh, you know, I'm a... It's a, it's a difficult. 
that's a question that needs answers that I don't necessarily have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we do that? We can't even get come together to consistently boycott something, mm-hmm. right? We love Walmart. We need. <laughs> I mean, it's created a high need, you know, yeah. and not being so. You know, you want me to boycott Walmart? Then where I'm gonna go? Yeah. We don't have our own like we used to. Um, I hate when you go off script and talk about ask questions <laughs> that we didn't talk about in the pre-production meetings. Yeah, I don't. I don't have an answer to that, mm-hmm. and I'm mad that you asked it because now I'm gonna have to go into my prayer closet and really think on that. But the reason why I asked that is because in this moment, as I was thinking, there's a lot of people that probably need to figure out the answer to that question, including myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because just as you said, I'm already, jail's not for me. I ain't going to jail for nobody. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. Okay. I'm going home. I want to go. I will watch on CNN the outrage and be like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so angry. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's a question that really everybody should really ask themselves. Like, I'm big what mad would right prevent, now, sure. what, what, what is it that could get me to step outside of my comfortableness and set my privilege aside? You want me to be honest? Mm-hmm. It would have to hit home for me. I feel the same way. You murdered my brother. But then that goes back, but then that goes back to the topic at hand yeah. of how we are with each other. Yeah. Uh, ah. It's, Thank, it's, some, it's some deep work. Thank, that, thanks, Hiram. Appreciate it. It's some deep work that yeah. really has to be done individually. Definitely could have gone without that question, but I, I, I mean, that's what we, it, it needed to be said. But yeah, if, if you take out my brother, you take out the my boys, right? Mm-hmm. My then then it's all here. It is. I'm willing to 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 die for. And die with them because that right there is unacceptable. I feel and like we need a part two. Uh-uh. I'm like, well, let me sleep and think. No, I ain't talking about next week. Yeah, I feel well, like maybe, have, maybe next season. Yeah, I got I really want, you know what, guys? Here's what. Holla back at us um, mm-hmm. and give us your thoughts on that question. Um, I, I'm interested to hear your responses. Um, what I will say... Sh- Cannot, since I can't answer that question, I want we're going to be more cognizant. Hiram and I take the pledge that we're going to continue to have these conversations. Actually, now because he's posed a hell of a question, um, we're going to take personal accountability and not promote um, negativity towards our own. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to buy black and not just black owned. If you are not black and you are a supporter of our community. Then yes, I will buy from you today. Absolutely, because let me tell you something. Some, some, uh, some of these Paula Deans out here. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. We we gonna take Paula Dean away. Out. We're gonna take the situation with Paula Dean out. We're gonna talk about the skill. Some of these Paula Deans out here can cook. That- Minus, if I know that you, you know, minus the I my, is who I is. Paula Dean's cooking, not her thought process. Absolutely. Not her, yeah. Absolutely. So if you got Paula Dean cooking <laughs> skills without the Paula Dean um, niggotry thinking, right? Yes, and, and that absolutely. old school way, of, then yes, I, I'm down for it. Like we said earlier, um, one of my really great friends, um, she is Hispanic. 
event. She made our she made a shirt for us. Like she posts her us all the time. So shout out to Yvette Diaz. Like we love you for that. Um, so if you support us, then we will su- then at, for, and support our community. Then yes, I'm down. Yes, and I do have to throw this little quick shout out in because you were shouting out your, your friends with the black businesses. So I, need gotta shout shout, yeah. I need to shout out India Car- uh, Carter in Kansas City. She's opening up a uh, selfie um, museum type thing in Zona Rosa. So all of my Kansas City listeners that are listening in, please go out and support India. We got to, you know, support the black businesses Definitely. And um, as we share, we will be dropping, um, we will be highlighting these businesses on our Instagram page. It is at the Little Road Pod, <laughs> um, at the Little Road Pod on Instagram. I'll tell you what else I want to highlight. I want to highlight and give out our low down, down low awards. Yes. So every episode, we will be spotlighting People, persons, um, thought processes that are so low down dirty that Lucifer himself wouldn't tolerate it. Mm-hmm. And this episode's awards go to, you know, I like to do my drum roll. Brrr, the 2021 Trump supporters. Mm. Do mm. like Elsa in Frozen and let it go. They now they want to storm the Capitol one more time. They don't want no no no. no. They don't just storm the Capitol. They storm in six thirty five I thirty. They are out in Rockwall, standing on the bridge, selling shirts. Stop the steal. Uh, stop the steal. Yes. Stop the steal. Can't stop the steal. Joe Biden, a thief. Uh, twenty twenty one, right? Most wanted, um, notorious robber. Mm-hmm. Let it go, boo. Robin it. Y'all had four <laughs> strong years of a man doing whatever the, the hell he felt he like when he do. felt like, and was the epitome of power abuse mm. personified. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Yeah, we were sick of him, and we sick of y'all. Yep. Right, so you take this award with pride, and you can shove it where the sun does not shine. Mm-hmm. And it didn't mm-hmm. shine on a second term of candidacy for him either. Okay. Well, Hiram, I'm not gonna tell you, I'm a little exhausted. Me too. No, that last question took it out of me. Um, <laughs> Speaking of last question, I do just want to say, y'all, please, 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 send a DM, comment. Reply. We're going to post the question in the story. Yeah. Reply to that. We really do want to know the answer to that question. Yes. Text message if you have our personal number. If you don't, there's probably a reason why. Um, <laughs> I said what I said. Uh, <laughs> hey, we are. We got to throw our comedic flair no matter what. Um, Hiram, I want to say thank you. Yes, thank for you. For helping me to tackle this very serious subject. Mm-hmm. Um, it's given us a lot to think about, a lot to take away with. We want to thank you guys, our listeners, for being faithful, for devoted. Make sure to subscribe on all uh, podcast platforms and leave some feedbacks on the pages, right? Please leave us a review. Let us know what you like. If you don't like something, just send it to us personally. But if nothing else, again, all appreciation, love, and thanks for you guys staying tuned with us. Mm-hmm. But... Want to be clear, we don't make the news. We just report it. (laughs) Y'all have a blessed day. We'll see y'all next time.